What is good, folks? Thank you so much for joining us once again on an episode of the Coffee Roasters Warm-Up Sessions podcast based here right out of Bellingham, Washington. And uh, before we get into our podcast, let's pour some, uh, let's pour some batchy. Shouldn't have whistled. I don't know why. Straight into a mic, dude. Sound effects. <laughs> Dude, we we just don't have any music on our podcast. Most podcasts start with like some music, but that whistle was yeah. Was I mean, that? I, I always have to make maybe like we some need kind of sound effects. Maybe we like, need some kind of jingle. Just swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need a jingle for the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. No jingle. No, I, I like jingles. I have a jingle for my other That's right. podcast. You do. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love jingles. I yeah. think introductions, like some of my favorite podcasts, have like the intermission jingle, like in yeah. between, like trying. I dig that stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's great. And deep in thought, maybe maybe we need a jingle. Maybe we need like a like a theme song. Like we so just like need when a you bunch turn it of on, ASMR. You're like getting hyped no, about dude, it. Just need a bunch of ASMR. Oh yeah, who who does that, dude? keys to the shop do they i think it's like, so it's like the cafe like the, sounds the cafe and it's sounds. like yeah the milk yeah. broth <laughs> yeah oh man yeah some wow. roasting like yeah like all we need some roasting sound effects maybe that's the next project like when we're roasting i'll bring out the boom mic <laughs> i went finer dude I mean, yeah, this coffee has been chilling. It's almost chilled. <laughs> no, it's far from chilled. Um, it's not bad, but it's kind of under-extracted. Yeah, and I want finer. Yeah. I actually tightened up the, well, How did I don't this know. brew on, um, your, on the live? It was quick. It was quick? I remember. Yeah. Interesting. That's when I brewed it with Alex. Wow. Um, I brewed it on the Tricolate. And my drawdown was a little quick. That's odd for African coffee, higher elevation coffee. Or maybe maybe I'm just mistaking it. Like sometimes I flip flip it around in my mind and I go that yeah. way. What is this? Tell the folks. Um, this is some coffee uh, from Thankfully Coffee Roasters. Um, coffee Thankfully is their Instagram. Um, this is the Chepsen. How do you say that? Chepsonger. Chipsong Gore, Chipsong, I don't know. It's a Kenyan coffee. Sorry, from folks. the Chipsonger Estate in Kenya. Uh, it's it's good. I, I liked it. I, I like it a lot. Um, thankfully, it hooked me up. So I did not buy this coffee. Disclaimer. So I got, they hooked me up with it, and um, because I had a little IG post um, where I wanted to kick off the year, some great coffees, and folks were just giving up recommendations and I did an Instagram live with Alex Wallace. Um, and thankfully, so it was a grand old time. Yeah. yeah. Really enjoying it. Interesting. So. What's the, where do they have one here? Um, intense sugar and lively. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's like very similar mm -hmm. to a lot of Kenyans this year. Yeah. 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 Very it's similar. bright. That's what I would consider lively. Like very like big acidity, yeah. Um, but it's also juicy. Yeah, kind of has that has that round mm -hmm. sweetness. Yeah, in general. Yeah. So yeah, it has yeah. like a I think that like intense sugar, 
Is that mm-hmm. probably what you could probably say for a lot of Kenyan coffee? Maybe. Yeah. Oh gosh, don't quote me on this. <laughs> um, but like, if you just take it like a little darker, you get this like caramelized, like really nice sweetness. But yeah. it's not. It's not just sugar. There's like usually it's like it has like some fruity aspects to it. Um, I yeah. mean, I think that's been classic for mm-hmm. Kenyan coffees. This uh, or this last harvest, not the one that just got finished. But this uh, 2021 harvest, oops, sorry. Yeah. Um, A lot of folks who have been, um, uh, a lot of Kenyan coffees that we've tried or even measured on the color uh, gauge, they've been darker. Yeah. For a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. Not only us. Especially. Some lighter, but we didn't like those. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But Um, for the majority of the tasty ones were developed very, very, a little more than normal. Yeah. Kenyans are a whirlwind to roast, by the way. We wouldn't recommend it. But Dude, I do I, want I, another Kenyan. I miss I I'm telling you, disagree with me, but I think the Kenyan that we just had, the Kirinyaga, was probably one of my favorite Kenyans that but one of my favorite coffees we've ever roasted. I loved it. It was just a nice, like juicy, sweet, mouth watering had this really nice acidity acidity and sweetness, but it was washed. It was clean. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I liked it a lot. That's it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't I don't know if I'd go that far because right now I just had the classic uh, post-cupping burp and I tasted our Sadama. <laughs> it's still there. Like, that's how long it, the aftertaste lingers. Sadama's nice. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Kenyan was great. Like I'm not like I'm not it. opposed to Kenyans, but yeah. it's always nice to have other roasters um, on the podcast brewing their coffee, and it's always nice actually like, buying coffee from other roasters as well. Yeah, as much as you know, people think you just like to drink your own coffee. No. Not always. Not always. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like, dude, I'm already cupping them every other day almost. Yeah, totally. And I want something creative, something different, which brings me to the. I mean, to the to kind of where we're going with this podcast mm-hmm. is that um, what was the first roaster that you've had that was roasted in Bellingham? What was the first coffee you've had that was roasted in Bellingham? Yeah. Um, most likely, if I remember right, it was Black Drop. And when was that? How long ago? Um, right around, I think, towards the end of my senior year of high school. That's right. That's right. Probably like 06. Seven. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't do running start. 14, 15 years ago? Yeah. Wow. That was a before I knew anything, before I even heard the term specialty or third wave. Were, were they were they serving their, were they serving Maniac? I don't know. I don't Man. know the history. I, I don't think they owned Maniac yet. Yeah. 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 So were they serving them? Maybe, but I don't think they owned them yet. Man, so, that's so crazy to yeah. think like now, like, I guess it just puts things into perspective because now I'm like, we've had mirror. We just surpassed our two year anniversary as of roasting in Bellingham, which is just absolutely exciting mm-hmm. to be roasting in Bellingham. Um, but to think like, oh, like they were back in 15 years ago. Oh, they're straight they up OG. The yeah. They're like as old as it gets. Yeah. And, um, yeah, which 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 is just wonderful. Yeah. Do you remember your your first memorable coffee experience in Bellingham? 
Oh, memorable. Uh, it's hard if you're talking about like strictly based on coffee. Yeah. Um, I don't Maybe know. Not. But the experience of the cafe, I mean, there's a reason I went to Black Drop. Like, yeah. I was a regular at Starbucks already at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, um, the reason I went to Black Drop was for the vibe. Yeah. It's unlike anything else in the heart of downtown, um, under the Bellingham apartment building. Yeah. Um, right on that classic corner. It's like as classic as Bellingham classics. Yeah. I mean, especially for me, Bellingham that was back then. That was before Faith Life owned like a yeah. quarter of downtown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was mm-hmm. nothing on that corner. Like, literally a few shops. You have Black Drop, the bank. Like, that bank is yeah. iconic. Um, so it's like, it was a vibe. Like I'd go to downtown specifically to go to Black Trop and then I'd leave. You know? Yeah. It was all about the experience, all about sitting on those chairs, the people in the cafe. There was just like so much like strangeness going on. Mm-hmm. Everybody was different. It felt like almost like a rich culture was happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Back then, I think Bellingham was, I mean, for all I remember, uh, was just very different from what it is right now. It was a legitimate, literally a small town, mm-hmm. like very small town. And we're still small town because we are right now, I think at around like a hundred thousand population in yeah. Bellingham, which is decent. It's growing and it's growing very rapidly, mm-hmm. which is causing, you know, its own set of um, issues, but also really its own set of really cool things because a lot of new cool things are popping up that yeah. probably would not have popped up if if nobody would move here, you right. know. Um, and so Bellingham has been has had such an interesting progression with coffee. Where at, at one point we had we were like ranking, I think some of the highest of like coffee stands or coffee per oh right yeah remember yeah, yeah yeah something yeah, yeah. like that there was like a statistic where it's like bellingham was like loaded with drive throughs so right. yeah. we have this like in bellingham we have this like rich coffee history of i mean even when we're talking about like tony's tony's is like That's a right. nation yeah. renowned huge coffee operation um and their specialty they're they're roasting up some great coffees and they've been around for ever but then they're like super og as og yeah. as it gets i mean they share anniversary with starbucks no way yeah same year i they're, didn't they're know they school. were that og yeah whoa they just celebrated uh I think the insane. year um the year they celebrated their 50th anniversary yeah um was also the year they won macro roaster of the year by roast magazine wow yeah that's incredible big yeah big deal and then we have stuff like that yeah (laughs) that's like that's yeah that that's insane but i remember um about 10 years ago uh, i moved out to portland and that was where i had my big coffee enlightenment that was when i moved back from portland and i was like i i want a lot of that new experimental um specialty third wave like coffee experience man we're just like this small town there's not an there we have a lot of coffee in general but it's not kind of what i experienced in portland that was really resonating with my flavor profile right yeah and that was that was then when i had um 
like literally a year after that, the well at that time actually uh there was we we have Woods Coffee. Woods, yeah, came Woods. Out. Woods mm-hmm. when did Woods start? 2004, I believe. Yes. Something that like time. that. So they're yeah. now what like well, Oh man. On almost 20, 20 years. years. Yeah, oh, 18 years. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. And that was where when I moved back, that was kind of predominantly what mm-hmm. I was doing. Yeah. Um I would go there, order a pour over which was like a bad idea because they're always slammed and yeah. they have to have one barista just pour a pour over for this one guy. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, that was way back. That, that was back in the day. So then shortly after that, we had a small little place called Onyx coffee bar open up mm-hmm. and then you had a memorable experience there. Yeah. Because um, I came, I don't know if it was you that told me, I think uh, most likely it was you. I think told so. Me about and that. I wasn't even, there. yeah, you weren't yeah. there. It was me and Rachel. Um, and we went in good old Kevin was behind the bar. Oh, um, I and I, I was just shocked by the model because you walk in, there's no, no espresso machine, yeah. no syrups, no nothing. And it was just filter coffee. Yeah. It was just like, it it was basically a tasting room. That's what it was. You know what I mean? It was like a speakeasy. Like, it was like, because <laughs> it was below like these yeah. condos and you kind of walk in <laughs> that door and it's yeah. just like literally like a hallway. It's a hallway with like a filter coffee bar because it was so yeah. small. Um, yeah. But it was super dope and it was super memorable because that was the first time I ever cupped coffee. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea what the concept was, but I've heard already, like heard people talking about oh, you know, you cup coffees to figure out the taste. And I knew it was a tasting, um, like, a routine, but I wasn't sure what it encompassed. So, like, doing that cupping was, like, amazing. And that was with Rachel. Yeah, so that's all so people. crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember I really wanted to go, but for some reason I couldn't go. Um, or else that probably would have been my first cupping experience as well. And that's, like, a while ago. When, man. Yeah, that's like like seven, a long yeah, time ago. Seven, six, seven years ago, or something yeah, like that. Totally. Which is yeah, which is insane. And that was like the first sighting of, you know, you have these light specialty coffee roasters, um, or third wave roasters, mm-hmm. or I, I don't even know, whatever. Both of them, I guess, um, that were really coming into town, and it was such a niche model where they only serve pour overs with no no sugar, no milk, no nothing. You walk in for a black coffee, and only opened twice a week on weekends saturdays and sundays oh, yeah. i didn't even know that. that's yeah. it wow it was so niche and uh one of the people who headed that project was edwin from onyx coffee and that's when mm-hmm. i got well not the onyx coffee lab folks it's the onyx coffee like uh, importing, importing company yeah. the green coffee importing company that was when i also was exposed to them and i was like wait like there's like a massive insane coffee company that was based in Bellingham. Yeah. That's like doing like world, like global projects. And that was insane to me. Um, but yeah, that guy, I also, if you haven't listened to that podcast with Edwin, good one. go back. It's a really great one. And they went from that model. They opened up like a full fledged, like uh, coffee, coffee shop, like a cafe and roastery kind of they were roasting a little bit of their own but kind of like a multi-roaster and a roaster it's kind of an interesting model Mm -hmm. um and that was when that was when you also started moving back here right no that well or i guess first time i went to primer yeah i met jason 
That's right. Um, yeah. You and I walked in. I think that's when you actually like applied for the job or something like that. Cause we were talking about social media. That was, uh, around when our sister got married, when Rachel was getting married. Yeah. So it was like that week or before. Cause I, I was with like Taylor yeah. or someone. Yeah. 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 And then, a, first time. and then yeah. around like about a year after they opened, we had Camber open up their, their cafe and Camber yeah. was like, at that point, Camber was like a world renowned yeah. coffee roaster already. Like mm-hmm. they, they won like some awards nationwide and yeah. they just had, didn't have a cafe storefront and then they started their storefront and that was already insane to have two really like specialty light roast kind of Nordic roast uh, approaches to coffee in Bellingham, which was insane for a small yeah, town. For sure. And I think that that was already that it's a, it's crazy to think that that's already now becoming more of like the norm where mm-hmm. most of the places in the United States you can go to, you can make a quick search and all of a sudden now you can get like a decent cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, around that time as well, I remember um, between uh, on Rachel's wedding day. I don't know why that's like a big mile oh, marker yeah. because Dang. we were already in coffee yeah. You said, dude, I need to take you to this bakery. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. we stroll into good old Fairhaven, go to Iron Rooster, and get heart coffee. That was the first time I ever had a heart. Um, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that's that was big because I was like, wait. For me, that was also like new. Like, wait, this is in Fairhaven, which is like, man, like it's this like historic town not a city like next like right outside of downtown bellingham yeah like literally it's like a mile outside of downtown bellingham um but you could go in there and get specialty coffee inside a bakery like it's not a cafe like to me that was also like wait that already exists in bellingham i was shocked by that yeah and that was a great experience when i met bailey and yeah yeah that was super so that was back then yeah, they had their little key yeah. speedster mm-hmm. just like it was a vibe the whole experience there was like yeah oh, i was it's, so pumped it's on still it. like in my opinion one of the most underrated cafe spots in bellingham yeah. that deserves way more hype than it gets yeah like tasty coffee with like incredible pastries in town is just like such a great combination um and i it's also kind of neat that they're only open on weekends as well which is kind of like as of now, yeah. I don't know. As of now, yeah. yeah. That may that may change later yeah. with the whole COVID thing. But anyways, and then later on when you moved here, shortly after moving here, you got a job at Makeworth. Right. Which is like an insane coffee operation in yeah. town that I would never think in a million years that that would be something that's thriving and something that's bumping and has found its way into the community. Yeah. And then now You've left Makeworth. You were working there behind the bar. Now what's going on? And now helping start up Narrative Second Location. So in Bellingham. That's From insane. Narrative Everett going back to kind of like the beginning of it all. So that's, that's also a big move is bring, um, it, like for me especially, it's like I remember that time when we both, you and I started getting into specialty and that was one of my recommendations. Like you need to check these guys out. And now to be part of that um, company and to be bringing it into Bellingham is like, 
It's surreal. It's and huge. Blocks and away from where you used to go 20 years ago. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah, so, exactly. It's like it's insane. And just the quality of coffee, the hospitality, the community that's going to be like brought into Bellingham and within their like model and yeah. from Everett is like, it's such a great addition and stuff like that's happening. But like, I think one of like in between, like before moving, I, I didn't move to Bellingham to work for Makeworth. Like yeah. I, we, you like loosely threw out the idea of like Makeworth to me. And I was like, Oh, I've never heard of it. He's like, Oh, you know that building on the corner in State yeah, Street? Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think remember. when I when I That's drove crazy. by it, it still had paper on the walls, on the glass. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't like the inside was still gutted. Yeah. Um, so like that that was like kind of what happened after I moved, but I was actually gonna help start Arboretum. That's true. So wow, that, that's yeah. That slipped out of my out of my right. memory. Wow. So that was gonna happen, and that didn't happen. And now in that spot is Black Fern, another major cafe. In yeah, Bellingham. that's serving great coffees as well. Yeah, that's insane. Like now that I'm like thinking back to that, I'm like, there was a lot brewing, and this is happening like in the last five, six, five year, five years. Mm-hmm. That's well, insane. Yeah. Three months before Makeworth opened up, Baby Greens opened up serving Anchorhead. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And within that, we have Anomaly that opened up, which yeah. is like a small little cafe, literally 11 stories under us right now. Yeah. And then there's had Cafe Blue, cafe Blue. in yeah. Fairhaven also. And it's insane just to see the progression of like a small town like ours grow insanely through Mm -hmm. people who are just passionate about coffee and who want to bring like a fresh coffee experience into town. Yeah. That's not just your usual, you know, and I would recommend like for those of you coming by, um, come by Bellingham, swing by those cafes. We have, you know, anything from Makeworth, uh, uh, Anomaly, Cafe Blue, Camber, Black Fern, Sioux Narrative, um, I mean, Lettered Street's also, Lettered Street's that's right an the oldie, yeah. that's an oldie that's serving up some Veltons Velton. out of Everett. Yeah. It's just like, just an, it, it feels hopeful yeah. to think that even in a small town, a new fresh coffee experience yeah. like that can actually become something that's existing, that people yeah. embrace, that people enjoy. Um, of course it's not for everybody, but yeah they those cafes are doing great, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the other day, I literally, I live in like literally the heart of downtown. So I walk two blocks to Makeworth and then one block down is the corner uh, railroad with woods. Yeah. So it's like super close in that area. And then three blocks is Camber and then four more blocks, our office here is uh four or five blocks yeah. is um anomaly yeah oh and in between and all those is baby greens and black fern and black down. fern is just down like this is all That's walking insane. like you could park your car and walk to all of these yeah but the wild thing is that one day uh when i was talking to you about this is i walked out of my apartment walked down the street past uh woods packed and then came to the office and you were like dude i came to makeworth and left because it was too busy yeah I was like, what? Like literally these cafes are on the same block. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's just, it's just nuts. Yeah. Coffee culture is rich here. 
yeah, coffee culture is is growing steadily and yeah, sometimes I mean now with narrative that's coming up, I'm like I actually like yeah, I'd go down to Seattle for coffee, but I'd stay home for coffee. Yeah. Totally. As as weird as that sounds, like I would yeah. never thought I'd say that. I do miss going up to Vancouver, BC. That's yeah. on that's on a sure. different different level. Um but yeah, now I'm like I don't know if I would Unless I'm looking for something specific, I have all the coffee that I need here with different roasters, different vibes, experiences, settings, everything, um, which is just so, I don't know, just so exciting. And I thought actually that was like a very important thing for us to even honor or acknowledge on the podcast as as a roasting company that started in the last two years Mm -hmm. also here in town that this is home and it's changed so much and it's exciting and there's already new things on the horizon like the bagel shop and yeah that's just that's gonna be there's another friend of mine who's uh tied to another big name roasting company is talking about a location so dude yeah absolutely insane so lots going on yeah well folks thanks so much for listening hopefully this give you guys just a little insight as to bellingham our home where we come from uh what we're doing where we're based out of if you're in bellingham hit us a dm send us a message we'd love to show you around give you some recommendations but uh all righty there it <laughs> is visit seattle on the coffee scene that's there. true yeah uh yeah well thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you guys in the next one cheers <laughs>